Hey, you're listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. My name is Keila Craft Ambrose. This is a place to grow, be inspired, and to go deeper in the things of God. I hope you enjoy this episode. Have you ever found yourself in a place where you can't stop thinking about something, someone, a situation, or maybe even something that doesn't even exist? I was thinking the other day about mind control. (laughs) And when I say that, I'm not talking about some weird thing that people control people's minds. I'm talking about your own control of your mind. You know, according to research, each thought that you have can actually change the structure and function of your brain. And this isn't like some metaphorical or motivational thing that I'm trying to tell you, like literally the way that you continue to think about things changes how your brain functions. And eventually your thoughts could help you increase in muscle mass. It could help you increase in emotional capacity. It could help you increase in intelligence. There's this thing that we don't realize is that our brain is a muscle. And A lot of times what we don't realize is that our brain is working. Even when our body isn't working, our brain is still firing. Even, you know, I think about the people that are um, in comas, like their brains can still have function. They can still have thoughts. They can still have, you know, an impact on what's happening in their brain. And I think a lot of times we don't realize that how we perceive ourselves and the world around us can have a real impact, not just on our life, but on our physical body, on our emotions, on everything. Because it's not just that your perception changes. Your body and your emotions and everything that pertains to you will react as your brain is reacting. And so, you know, I was I was uh, looking into this study that uh, was in a book that I was teaching the other day. And they were talking about neuroplasticity. And I think I said that right. Yeah, neuroplasticity. And this actually refers to the fact that our brains have the ability to change, or our brains have the ability to change our synaptic wiring, which is, a, which is reflected in our point of view. So we have the power to actually intentionally change our thinking by forming new neural pathways that in turn will change our experiences. So how you choose to think about something changes the way your brain works. How you choose to think about something will change the way that you feel about something. How you choose to think about something will change the way your body reacts to something, which is kind of crazy. So a lot of us, we think that we're living in this autopilot state, but you're actually selecting every single day, how you're going to perceive something, how you're going to interpret something. And these can align with, you know, your belief, your fears, your hopes, your dreams, and quite literally like anything in your life. So the way that you express or the way that you behave or the way that you act started a long time ago in your mind, you can actually have a self-fulfilling prophecy in your mind. And then over time, you think you're on autopilot, but because you've had this thought process, you actually begin to live and validate that thought process through your actions. And the whole time you thought you were on autopilot, but you were actually 
living somewhere in your brain before you lived it outwardly in your life. And so our beliefs actually reinforce our possibilities and our actions. And so I'm not saying that all the time this autopilot place is bad because if you establish like a healthy habit, like eating right or exercising or sleeping uh, for a good amount of time, which we all need to do more of. I actually did this poll on my Instagram this last week and I said, uh, if you could choose to eat whatever you want or sleep however much you want and it not affect you, which one would you choose? And like 60% of people chose sleep. So I think we're a little sleep deprived. (laughs) But if you're on this autopilot pattern um, and it's a positive thing, it can be great because then you're going to have a positive outcome. But if you have this autopilot happening and you're in a negative um, position or you have these negative patterns, then you're going to have these things that seem to be controlling you um, in your emotions or in your body. But the fact is that you're giving your control over in your mind and without even conscious like awareness of it. So we can choose today to be people who don't just like control our minds, but that we are intentional with our thoughts so that our brains literally function more efficiently and better and more positively. So a scripture I want to just bring back to you um, is in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 6. It says, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. So other versions say this in different ways, but basically what I want to point out is that a lot of times we have these thoughts, we have these feelings, and we think that it's okay because it's just in our mind. But in the scripture, it's telling us to think to take every thought captive. That means that you have authority over your thoughts. Just because you think it doesn't mean that you have to stay there. Just because you think it doesn't mean you have to believe it. The more often in your brain that you think of something and think of something and think of something and feel something and feel something and feel something, that's when the neuroplasticity happens, when your brain creates a neural pathway. And what happens whenever you create this neural pathway is your brain will automatically go down that process of thinking. So if someone, and I'm just going to say a random name, if someone named Brian hurt your feelings in middle school, (laughs) just take it back, every time you see a Brian, you might have this negative feeling or this, this emotion, and you don't even realize why, but because you had so many negative encounters with Brian growing up, you just automatically have this feeling attached to the thought of hearing the name Brian. Or maybe some of you have been have had different fears in your life where uh, maybe you're scared of swimming or maybe you're scared of dogs because uh, you've seen someone be attacked by a dog or maybe it's a family thing growing up, but you're not going to be able to conquer that fear or that thought with your own thinking. Do you get what I said? You're not going to be able to conquer that thought with your own thinking. The only way that you're able to take captive every thought is by submitting it to God. So this says, we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive. 
So when you know the truth, the Bible says the truth will set you free. When you take those thoughts captive, you have to have something to replace them with. You can't just say, I'm not going to think that. I can't tell you how many friends growing up, they said things like, um, I'm not going to be that way, or I'm not going to do marriage like my parents, or I'm not going to do that, not going to do that. But they never replaced it with what they were going to do. So they actually ended off, ended up worse off than their parents or than those people that they were talking about because they never replaced it with something else. You know, what's interesting in the scripture, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 6, is that it's not just telling us that you can't like wage war according to the flesh, but it's talking about how you have to replace something that's in the flesh with the thing in the spirit. So it says, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but we have divine power to destroy strongholds. So the thing that's strongly holding in your mind, that that offense, that fear, that insecurity, that unforgiveness, whatever it is that's holding on, the only way to get rid of that is to take it captive and exchange it with something in the spirit. In Isaiah 26, three, it says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So you can be in perfect peace when your mind is on God, when your mind is on the things that are higher, because you trust in God, you're not going to trust in that fear. You're going to trust in who God is. So, you know, there's, there's a scripture in 2 Timothy 1, 7. It says, for God gave us a spirit, not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of self-control. So when you realize that it's not God that's giving you that spirit of fear, you can choose something else. You can choose what he's already given you, power, love, and self-control. So, you know, the Bible, it even talks about in James 1.8, it says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You can't think in the flesh and expect not to operate in the flesh. You have to choose to engage your spirit. You can't just engage your flesh and expect to get a different response. You know, another another version um, of 2 Corinthians 10, it's in 2 Corinthians 10.5, it says, we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. So your thoughts have to come under the authority of Jesus Christ if you make them, but you have to take, you have to take those thoughts captive. You can't just continue on the thought and expect for a good thing to happen. So, you know, there's this old Chinese proverb and it says, sow a thought and reap an act, sow an act and reap a habit, sow a habit and reap a character, sow character and reap a destiny. You know, a lot of times we don't realize where our thoughts are taking us, but they're building blocks and you're either going to use your mind as a building block to build up assumptions or hurts or challenges, or you're going to use your mind as a building block to shape your future and your destiny. I think a lot of times we don't realize how much power our mind has. We don't, we don't take into consideration that everything that we do starts in our mind. You know, we've, we've heard people say things like, it's all in your head or it's all in your mind. But the truth is, is that that is where everything starts for better or worse. And the more you reinforce a thought, the more your brain is going to change according to that thought. Our mind is a very powerful thing. But the truth is, is that you're not helpless and you're not hopeless. You don't have to stay in a place where your mind is controlled and it's out of control. I think that it's time for us to remind ourselves that God has given us power over these things. 
In Ephesians 4, 22 through 24, it says to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. You know, in the Bible, whenever it says righteousness, it's talking about being right with God. It doesn't mean being perfect. It means being right with God. So how are you right with God? You get in alignment with his thoughts. You know, the Bible says that his ways are higher, his thoughts are higher. And I think a lot of times we think, well, it's just the way I think. I'm just a pessimist. I'm just a negative person. But if you actually take what I'm saying for real, you can realize that your mindset can change your reality. And if you're tired of living the life you're living, if you're tired of dealing with the things that you're dealing with, maybe you need to start thinking different about it. Maybe you can actually take captive that thought and say, God, I don't know how to feel about this, but I'm going to take the thoughts that I have and I'm going to submit them to you. You know, I think it's pretty interesting. You know, there's a bunch of stories out there, but there's a bunch of stories out there that people have died because the way that they've thought, like there's a story of this guy who was in a truck and it was a, it was like a big ice cooler truck, a freezer, and he got caught in the truck and he was trying to go back there and do something and the door shut. Um, but what he didn't realize is that the freezer wasn't working. And he had decided in his mind that if he couldn't get out, that he was going to freeze to death. And his body, he died, and his body actually showed in the autopsy that he had freeze to death, but the freezer was broken the whole time. But he had so believed in his mind that he was going to freeze to death that his body showed it. And I think once you begin to realize that you have power through God in your mind, you're not going to live your life to the fullest. If you think about it for a minute, you don't need to struggle in life to make something of yourself. Like I think a lot of times we think, well, I just have to struggle to get there. You can have a struggle and not struggle in your mind. When we, when we apply the principles of the Bible and the truth of the Bible, you can understand that you can actually change the way that you think. You can change the way that you act. You can change the way that you're believing about something. And therefore, if you change your mind, you can change your life. So I just want to challenge you to today, take back the control. We don't wage against flesh and blood. Like the people that are bothering you right now, the situations that are bothering you, that the, the way that you win that battle is not through your mind or through the flesh of actually like taking them on. The way that you win is in the spirit. And God has created our minds in such a magnificent way that they're always growing and they're always developing and they're always changing based on the direction that we take them in. So today, mind control for the positive is taking every thought captive. Don't give someone else power in your mind. Don't give someone else power in your emotions. Don't let the news or what's going on in the world change your thinking. Let the word of God and the power of God and the truth of God really shape how you think, how you act, and therefore it will shape every single thing in your life and your brain will start to think better. You will start to act better and life will get better because you're getting better. You have the power to do this because you have the power of God. And if you don't realize you have the power of God today, I wanna challenge you to do this. When you face something difficult, when you face something hard, when you are stuck, when you keep having cyclical thinking or you have panic attacks or you can't seem to find your way, stop and ask God for help.
because he can help you and he wants to help you today to not only get control of your mind, but to put your mind in a direction that's going to be beneficial for the rest of your life. He created you. He knows your thoughts. He knows your heart. And he wants you to win today. Thank you for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to personally receive weekly encouragement. Also, check out my blog at keelacraftambrose.com for monthly content. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Keela Craft Ambrose.